Hey y'all, hey. Welcome to Such a Lady and I'm your host Siobhan. I hope you guys had an amazing weekend. I missed you guys last week. Um, I know we didn't plan it. It was, you know, last minute MIA, but life happened. Uh, the rain started raining and I guess it's a drain pipe up there and it came through the house it was a a hole in the ceiling then the washer and dryer just stopped washer and drying it was like whoa (laughs) when it rains it pours but God's good we are back the hole is taken care of we got some washing and drying going on and you know we back with another toxic episode so thank you all who reached out to be like hey where you at girl because that means so much I definitely don't I I think of y'all like y'all think of me like y'all are my best friends so the fact that y'all reach out to me means a lot because in my head I just be telling y'all stories this is no big deal and so the fact that y'all think of me means so much just know that it means a lot to to your girl it absolutely does and then while I was stalking I realized that we missed one of our Sal's birthday right so happy belated birthday to Black Game Strong I hope that you had an amazing birthday I hope that you're still celebrating um, this week, such a lady of the week is Lorona Needham. Listen, homegirl, thank you, sis. Thank you. When I tell y'all, she, <laughs> she went and she was like, listen, I'm finding all of your social medias. You know what I mean? I, I'm going to support you in any way that I can. That's the real love right there. The The support. It's not about the money. Um, Hopefully, I ain't asked y'all to buy no whole bunch of stuff. Uh, But just the support, you know, just knowing that you all could be listening to anybody, but you all choose to come and listen to such a lady each week means the world to me. Support, like, okay, let me move on because y'all know I can get emotional. Then I'll be on her crying. Y'all be then found somebody else to listen to. Y'all be like, she over there crying and stuff. She all emotional. I don't want that to be us. I don't want that for us. I want to, let's just go on. Um, Our business, such a lady of the week is Sade Selection and Isha Byers is the hairstylist braider. She does box braids, dreads, feed-ins, knotless twists, and more. Listen, homegirl said don't put her in a box because she don't live there, okay? She can do it all. That's basically what she's saying. We're going to post some pictures. Y'all going to see the work, and then we're going to go from there. But we're going to support our Such a Lady Business of the Week, right? I know we was because y'all are so dope. Y'all support, y'all dope, like, we don't even need to get into it. But what we do need to do is get toxic. Let's get toxic, y'all. So y'all know I am the baby of the bunch, and me and my sisters have had some words. <laughs> we have. We, I, Me and my middle sister fought once. You would have thought my mama, she was so heartbroken. She was like, I did not raise y'all to be like this. <laughs> I was like, listen, I don't care what you raise. You raise her to be a heathen because she coming for me. So, but we kept it in the family, and even at the end of the day, 
it was all love. You know what I mean? I could talk about my sister, but you better not talk about my sister. And my daughter is just so amazed that I know my sister so well. She'll say like, Annie wouldn't do that or Annie wouldn't do this or say that only to come back and be like, mommy, you know your sisters. Because I do. (laughs) I absolutely do. I didn't get to choose them, but I love them. And I would go to war and back for and behind them. So with all that being said, can you imagine your sister being the one to know you the best, but then using your weaknesses against you? Can you imagine that? Like that would have to suck. But that is what happened with Vanessa Cameron. And she did that to not only her sister. Vanessa had no problem using anybody. Anybody who she came in contact with that needed something that she could provide, family or not, Vanessa was definitely going to take that and use it to her advantage. This story piqued my interest because although we tell these toxic stories, y'all know I love love. I absolutely love love. And the relationship that, okay, let's just start at the beginning because I'm finna tell y'all too much. I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm excited. I miss y'all. And so let's just start at the beginning. So Samuel Johnson Jr. was the father of Vanessa's son. Samuel was loved by his parents. I mean, you could just hear it in the way they spoke about their son. You you ever see somebody's face light up as soon as they start talking about somebody? That's how Samuel's parents' faces were. Every time I saw them or did a clip or listened to one, you could just hear it in their voice how happy and how proud they were. Um, Samuel was overall just a great person, a great son. Um, He was a great sibling. His brother said outside of his father, Samuel was the person who he looked up to. And that says a lot because, you know, as siblings, sometimes you don't even like each other. Like the only reason why you fool with each other is because y'all were raised in the same household. But to know that you actually look up to your sibling, that says a lot. Um, So I'm already digging Samuel. I'm already loving him. Now, Samuel met and fell in love with a beautiful young lady named Erica. The two would date for years before Samuel's mom says that he wanted to make sure that it was real. Erica was Samuel's first real girlfriend, apparently his first only real love and Samuel wanted to make sure that he didn't end up hurting Erica because they were so young and I commend him for that you know what I mean he could have just been out here cheating which I don't know he I don't know if he was or if he wasn't but based on what Erica said they you know cut things off to find out you know if they wanted to be together. And I I love that. I love that they didn't just end things on a bad note because they could have, especially with them being so young. You know, we do a lot of stuff when we're young that we can't take back. We say a lot of stuff because <laughs> we think we know everything and we don't. But I'm so glad that they ended things on a good note. Now, after breaking things off with Erica... Samuel began exploring the dating scene. You know, 
taking advantage of this newfound freedom of being a single man. Now, while he was single, Samuel worked at a gym. And while working there, a young lady named Vanessa came in. The two seemed to have a lot in common and they started talking a lot. And before you know it, the two moved in together and they were a couple. And when you saw Samuel, you saw Vanessa. And when you saw Vanessa, you saw Samuel. Now, I'm not going to lie. The hopeless romantic in me is like, where is my homegirl, Erica? (laughs) Like, where's Erica? But at this time, Samuel wasn't checking for her. They remained friends and they kept in contact, but it appeared that he only had eyes for Vanessa and the two would go on to have a child together. Samuel seemed like he a good dude. I mean, he does. He seems like he he's a one-man woman. He seems like he like finishes something before he starts something else. And I like that. I like that about him. I'm I'm acting like I know him. But but I feel like I do. When you be researching these people, you think you know them. I mean, I think I know y'all. So why would I not think I know them? Okay. So Samuel being raised in this close household growing up was excited to raise his child in a home filled with love and that seemed like what Vanessa wanted as well um the two were living the dream until the couple's house burned down and they lost everything they had in the fire to make matters worse, once the fire was out and the storm calmed down, the couple had to find a place to stay because they had lost everything. Well, Vanessa's sister, Susan, stepped up to the plate and was like, yes, you can come and stay with me and my boyfriend slash husband because they was common law. They had been together for a long time. So she was like, yeah, girl, Come over here. We family, you know that you always got a place over here. So Vanessa and Samuel and the baby get the little bit of stuff they got and they go over to Susan's house. Vanessa did end up getting a a payout on the house that caught on fire. And Samuel hoped that this money would help get the couple back on their feet. That's what Samuel had hoped. That's, that's that's what he had hoped. Now, reports state otherwise. They state that Vanessa was in charge of the money that was given by the insurance company, and she made sure that she gave Samuel what she wanted him to have, and what she wanted him to have was nothing. <laughs> she She didn't think that he needed money to get back on his feet. She didn't think that he needed money to take care of their son because he had just lost everything too. Okay. It wasn't just Vanessa and their child had lost everything, but Vanessa was playing, trying to play God again. You know how some people be out here doing and she got this money and she trying to hold it over folks' heads. Well, Samuel got tired and was like, you know what? You can keep that and you can keep that money. I'm sick of you, and I'm sick of your attitude. And he said he was done. And I don't blame him. I don't like, don't play in my face like that. Don't do that. I don't like it. I don't like it for you. I don't like it for me. I don't like it for nobody. 
Now, he would take, Samuel was like, listen, I'm going to take care of our kids together. So, like, don't get that twisted. But as far as you and me, our relationship is over. It's a wrap. I don't want to do this no more. You're not going to keep holding this over my head. And I don't like the way you move. Samuel's parents said that they knew things were rough between the couple, but they didn't know how bad things were until they found out that Samuel was no longer staying with Vanessa and he was staying with his brother. Now, once Samuel and Vanessa split, Samuel decided that he wanted that old thing back. I know, y'all. I'm excited. I'm excited. He felt like he should have never left. And he and Erica started talking again. And one thing led to another. And the two decided to give it another go. It's kind of giving me the new... Nelly and Ashanti vibes like I'm I really hope that Nelly don't mess this up this time around I'm just saying I, I, I'm just saying this is what it's giving me it's giving me that he spent the block and listen but it ain't for everybody it ain't don't let your ex come back over your house it ain't for everybody listen it's only certain people I think it's only God's favorite his chosen ones that get to spin the block and things work out. But listen, they decided they was going to give it another go. Everybody was excited about it. Look, I'm excited about it. Like, I'm like, oh, yes, they finna make this happen. They decide they're going to get back together. And Erica stated that it still hurt Samuel that he lost everything in that fire. And Vanessa was playing in his face. It hurt him. And I I can understand that. I can definitely understand that. Like, you work hard for the stuff that you have. And then to lose it and to know that somebody can help you get back on your feet, but they're not doing it, is just crazy. Especially if it's somebody that they claim to love you. It's just crazy. So, Vanessa uh, reportedly got 300000 in the payout from the fire. And although, like we keep saying, Samuel lost everything as well as Vanessa, his name wasn't on the check. But Vanessa would use this money over and over again to try to get Samuel to come back, to get him to be with her. And he would never actually get the money. She would just keep threatening or like kind of like that commercial with the the fishing rod, you know, where he'd be like, you almost had it. And then just take the money away. And that kind of, that's, that's ugly. That's mean girl vibes. I don't like that. Vanessa took advantage of the situation and Vanessa seemed to be a really vindictive person. But even though she seemed to be this vindictive person, Samuel always showed up for his son with Vanessa. And he didn't even just show up for just his son. He showed up for Vanessa as well. So even when he said, look, I'm done with you, he was done with the relationship. But he still, if Vanessa needed him, he was there. And that says a lot about his character as a person. Um, And life seemed to be looking up for him. He got a new job. He got that old thing back. And he decided that this time he knew that it was real. He didn't want to lose Erica. And he decided he was going to ask her to marry him. The two get engaged. And then Erica got some big news. Because guess what? (laughs) 
I'm pregnant, right? Life is going good. This couple is getting back together. They're getting married. They have this baby on the way. Life seemed great for everyone, or so it seemed. Because if it was that great, we wouldn't be here, right? Vanessa wasn't as happy as you would think somebody who came into $300,000 would be. Especially when she was the only one that got the money. She wasn't sharing it. You would think she would be ecstatic. But Vanessa wasn't happy. She wasn't. She had lost her house. She lost her man. And now she was left ordering people around who only stayed around for the money. Crazy thing is, Vanessa was running out of money. But before she ran out of money, she wanted to make a trip to Mississippi to see her friend before the well ran dry. And she needed a ride to the airport. Why her sister or her brother-in-law couldn't take her is beyond me. They probably didn't have a car, and I'm not saying that to be mean. I'm just saying if Vanessa was holding this money over them, then I'm sure they didn't have much of anything. Um, Because why can't you just go out and get a job so that you don't have to allow this person to hold the money over you. Now, I did find out that Vanessa's sister, Susan, had some mental illnesses, but she did work. So her and her husband worked prior to Vanessa coming into the household. So they were able to work. They were able-bodied people. So I'm not sure why they just didn't say, hey, Vanessa, kiss my grits. Like, you came over here. You needed us. So you and your money can go find somewhere else to stay. But that's not what was said. So I don't understand. So that's why I'm saying I don't think they had a car. I'm not being rude. Now, once Samuel dropped Vanessa off at the airport, he decided that he's going to go over to Susan's house because Susan said that Vanessa had left some money at the house for him. So he going to run by there real quick. Now, apparently this had been discussed before Vanessa had left because Erica says that she and Samuel fought over him going to get this money. She told him to just let it go. Like, I know that you 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 want to believe that she's going to give you this money. I know that this money is going to help you out, but please just let it go. Samuel was starting over. He had one baby already and one on the way. So every little bit helped. So I could see both sides of the story. I could see me saying, baby, just let it go. Like, whatever you need, we'll get it together. I could definitely understand that. But I'm also not a man. So I also can't say how they would feel, you know, especially as a woman saying, to, hey, don't worry about it. I'm going to take care of you or we can get this together or, you know, my money is your money. Samuel seemed like he wanted to take care of himself. He seemed like he had very, very, um, a very, very strong upbringing and he didn't want to rely on somebody else to take care of him. Um, hence why he left Vanessa when she was trying to punk him. So, I mean, I get both sides. But Samuel went to Susan's house to get this money. He was promised only to arrive and get hit in the head with a two by four. Then beaten, tied up, put in the trunk of his own car, beaten again, and then shot several times. 
all because you went to pick up some money that they told you to come get. Ain't that crazy? Like, you told me to come get this money. Like, I didn't ask you. You told me to come pick it up. And then when I come pick it up, this is what happens. Like, crazy bananas. Samuel's parents and Erica got worried about Samuel after not hearing from him and him not coming home. Samuel's parents decided to file a missing persons report because where's their baby at? Yes, he was grown, but as a parent, aren't your children ever really not your baby? I'm being serious. Like, to this day, I will stay up to make sure that Ty makes it home safely if she's out late at night, just so that I can sleep at night and make sure she's safe. So I can definitely relate to Samuel's parents. While they were reporting their son missing, at a cemetery, a young man was found dead. Now, this might not seem strange, being a cemetery and all, but the body that was found was not in a casket, nor was it in the ground, like the rest of the deceased people at the cemetery. Right. This body was sitting up, and it had no identification on it, and you can tell this person had been beaten and had been shot. And it was just a horrible way to see somebody. Once the police were notified of this body being found, they were able to match it with the missing persons report filed by Samuel's parents. And my heart just breaks for his parents because no parent is supposed to have to bury their child and then to not only have to bury your child, but to have to bury them this way. Just a horrible, just a horrible way. Once the police had a full identification on Samuel, it was time to find out who did this to this young man. Like, who who, who killed this man? Who left him there? Who put him in the trunk of his car and then put him at this cemetery for somebody to find? Like, he was just trash. Who did this? Because all Samuel was doing was out here being great on purpose. That's all he was doing. He was taking care of his kids. He was taking care of his wife-to-be. He, he was just doing the best that he could. So who would want to do this to this man? The police questioned Erica, his current fiance, and she had a solid alibi. She was at choir practice. <laughs> do y'all love Erica as much as I do? I'm just saying, like, homegirl was at choir practice. She told Samuel not to go. Listen, I am so team Erica. I absolutely am. The police move on to Vanessa. She was also one of the last people to see Samuel because, remember, he dropped her off at the airport. Now, Vanessa, she, she listen, she one of them people when you're so smart, sometimes you can be stupid because she planned this whole trip to see her friend, but her mouth is what got her in trouble. She decided she was going to go celebrate the friend. She had Samuel take her to the airport. She gets down there and then she pulls her friend to the side and she's like, listen, come here. Let me tell you something. I just got a call from my brother-in-law who said that they accidentally might have just killed Samuel. And her friend is like, what are you talking about? And she's like, 
I'm telling you, I think they just killed my baby's daddy. Now, if you are there, just play the role. Why are you talking about it? Like, if you're going to, for this to be your alibi because you don't know what's going on, then why are you doing all this talking? Now, Vanessa's friend says that she has always been known to be extra, so she kind of just blew it off. That is until she finds out that Samuel really did die and the police were looking for suspects. Now, I do believe that the police would have found out who did this regardless, but Vanessa could have saved a whole trip if she was just going to confess to her friend. Like, what, like if you was going to get down there, that's that's what we'd be talking about. Like, you don't plan it at all. You just, it, in your head, you just think, I'm finna kill somebody, and then that's what, that you, that's what you do. You don't, like, you... I, I can't even, I'm speechless, y'all see? I can't even say the words that want to come out of my mouth because why did you get down there and start talking? I guess everything happens for a reason. The police bring Vanessa, her sister, her sister's husband in, and of course, nobody knows what's going on. Everybody, everybody is quiet. Nobody knows what happened to Samuel. Of course, Vanessa was out of town. Her sister said Samuel came and got the money and left. And of course, I'm sure her husband was somewhere watching football. Nobody knows what happened. But the police weren't letting up. And they started using the sisters against each other. Susan didn't take the bait. She actually said, if y'all want to know who I think did it, I think Erica did it. Listen, because Samuel really didn't love her. He was getting ready to leave her. She was obsessed with him. She thought that she was going to be married to him, but Samuel had already told me that he was leaving her. He was coming back home. He knew where home was at. He was coming back this way. That's what Susan's sister said, Vanessa. But Susan is like, I'm not saying anything. Y'all not going to get me to say nothing. Vanessa, after the police say, listen, Erica had an alibi. So you saying that you think that she did it, it's not going to work. Vanessa says, okay, well, if Erica didn't do it, Susan did it. My sister did it. She's the one. She told me that Samuel came to pick the money up. Things went bad. And they accidentally killed him. Now, mind you, her sister is sitting there taking up for her. She didn't left out of the interrogation room. She's sitting in the hallway. She's like, okay, Vanessa, let's wrap this up. Why are you in there talking? And she's sitting out there. And she's waiting on her sister to come. Because she's like, listen, I ain't throwing her under the bus. Little do she know. Vanessa then threw her sister under the bus, backed it up, ran her over again, and then parked the bus. Like, she she gives, she, she don't care about her sister. She didn't. And the detectives know that. So they go out there and they say to Susan, Vanessa's really in here talking. So if you want to talk, now's the time. And so... By this time, Susan's thoughts have had a chance to marinate. She's like, okay, maybe my sister is in there talking. Maybe she is in there telling the story. Maybe I do need to tell my story first. You know what I mean? So she asked for a detective. 
And when they take her back this time, Susan starts talking and she's like, Vanessa's evil. She always has been ever since we were kids. She set this whole thing in motion. Oh, and as a matter of fact, she took my medicine away from me because if we were to get caught, then I could say that I wasn't on my medication and I wasn't stable. So then maybe I wouldn't get in trouble. And another thing, that fire that Vanessa got all that money for, yeah, she set the fire. So I kind of like, after doing all this research on Vanessa, I thought that she had a hand in that fire. So I'm glad that her sister confirmed it for me. Now, once the fire happened and Vanessa moved in with her sister, she used the money to get them to do things for her. Every time they needed something, Vanessa, here she comes with her money because she knew that she could use it to get them to do things. Now, why not get a job and tell your sister to kiss your grits again? I don't know because I hate asking my sisters for stuff. Not because they won't give it to me because they will. It's just that I don't like folks holding stuff over my head. And I know I got to get better and they don't do that. I'm just saying I don't like for people to have something to say uh, you remember that one time when I, nope, I don't, because you didn't. I, I just, <laughs> I, I, I got to get better. Y'all pray for me. But I don't. I, I don't like that. I'm just saying. So the fact that Susan and this grown man allowed this woman to dictate what they did because of the money was just crazy to me. I just, I don't understand that. Um, it, it, it's just crazy. I'm proud of Samuel for saying Girl, screw you and that money. I absolutely am. I just wish that he would have listened to Erica, but I totally understand wanting to see the best in people. I absolutely do. Now, after Vanessa's sister confessed, Vanessa was arrested and sentenced to 75 years in prison. Her sister, Susan, got 25 years in prison And Lakeisha Brown, who was Susan's husband's cousin, who they didn't got, didn't know this man from Adam. Young girl, just wanted some money. That's it. That's it. That's all. Just wanted some money. They promised her some money. She got involved, helped kill this man that didn't do anything to her. Nothing. He didn't do anything to any of these people. Nothing. But especially to Lakeisha. Didn't do anything to this girl. But she got involved and she was sentenced to 20 years in prison. Now, the person who Lakeisha and Susan claimed shot Samuel, which was Susan's husband, BJ, he got acquitted for lack of evidence. So he didn't even served time for the murder of Samuel. So all of these women, Vanessa, Susan, Lakeisha, 75 years, 25 years, 20 years, y'all's lives are just going down the drain. Vanessa, you don't get to see your son no more. Now Samuel's parents are raising him and you are going to spend the rest of your life in jail. Why? Why? I just don't understand it. It's just greed, 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 greed. Just petty greed. 
I just, I don't know. I just, it just breaks my heart because you can definitely tell that he was trying to get it together. Like after a tough, rough season, he was trying to get it together. And a person who was supposed to be there for him, the mother of his child, was the, the, the person who was his downfall. It just absolutely breaks my heart. But y'all know where we at right now. If you are in a toxic relationship and you are looking for a sign, you've been praying, you've been wondering, this is it. This is your sign. This is your confirmation to get out, to choose you. Nobody else can do it for you. I can't do it for you. Our sales can't do it for you, but we can help cheer you on. And also, if you need help getting out of that situation, you can always reach out to us here at Such a Lady. Or if you don't want to see your business, you can always reach out to the National Domestic Hotline at 1-800-799-SAFE. And they'll definitely help you get the help that you need. Now, if you are the toxic in a relationship, listen, if you are the toxic you don't have to stay toxic. You can always change. As long as you have breath in your body, you can always change. You don't have to stay the same. I don't care what nobody didn't told you. You don't got to stay the same. You can always reach out to us as well here at Such a Lady. Or if you don't want us in your business, you can reach out to the National Domestic Hotline at 1-800-799-SAFE. Whatever. We just want you guys to be safe. Thank you guys for tuning in to this week's toxic episode. Don't forget, you can always meet us at our socials at Instagram. We're at Such a Lady 30. On Facebook, we're at Such a Lady. And on our website, we're at Such a Lady True Crime at gmail.com. So listen, y'all, we out here. Y'all can find us. We ain't hard to find. And if you can't find us on social, you can meet us back here. Same toxic time, same toxic place next week. I love you guys. And don't forget to be great on purpose. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you.